Welcome to the Toxin Terminator, helping people to restore and renew their health by removing the toxins from the home and their lives. Join in as industry thought leaders help you understand the physical and emotional effects these products can have on you and your family, and the safe alternatives you can use to remove the hidden toxins for renewed health. Now, please welcome your host, the Toxin Terminator herself, Amy Carlson. Hello and welcome back. We're so excited that you are here and joining us. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss any of our episodes. We are now coming to you twice a week. We have episodes air on Monday and Thursdays. Today, we are talking about the link between our oral health and our overall health. Now, earlier in the week on episode 41 with Dr. Dannenberg, we talked about periodontal disease and how his belief was that that actually started in our gut. So the mouth serves as a gateway, so to speak, to our body. It is the window into our body. Bacteria in our mouth can cause infection in other parts of our body. It has been linked, uh, cancer and heart disease share common risk factors with oral disease. Many, many times they discuss if you have cancer, you also have some sort of an oral disease going on. Dr. Dannenberg, again, talks highly in episode 41 that you cannot have gum disease without having an inflamed gut. So in his practice, he very much incorporated nutrition and healing the gut in order to heal periodontal disease and treat that. So gut health, what do we want to do? You know, so if our mouth is inflamed and we've got issues going on orally, we know then by listening to Dr. Dannenberg that we've got issues going on in our gut. And if you heard my episodes last week talking about chronic inflammation, that is the epic, the center of everything. If we have chronic inflammation, we've got disease really can be anywhere in our body. So what do we do? to reduce the inflammation in our gut and to improve our gut health. Well, number one, we can reduce sugar in our diet, right? The first step is to get rid of the processed sugar. Now, listen, I know, and I'm guilty of it. I am going to have that piece of cake when I go to a celebratory event, a wedding or a birthday party. What we're talking about here is reducing the intake of it on a daily basis. Let's get rid of that refined sugar. Maybe what we need to do is go on an elimination diet. So one of the things that I did was I kept a diary, so to speak, of what I ate and how I felt afterwards. And not just that day, but hours afterwards. And you will be able to start tracking some patterns and you will be able to tell what foods might be causing issues for you. And we're all different. But for me, my big triggers are dairy. So milk, cheese, especially cheese, is really inflammatory to my gut. But anything dairy. And also iceberg and romaine lettuce. Don't ask me why. But those two, I can eat spinach, I can eat spring greens, I can eat collards, I can eat chards. I just can't eat romaine or iceberg lettuce. My body just does not like it. So, but for not doing an elimination diet, I would not have known that. And then I can find out what foods those are. 
Now, I know previous guests that I've had on, for instance, Julie Hager, she's a functional practitioner. She talks about there's not really true food sensitivities. It's the fact that our body is so inflamed. And when we take care of the inflammation, the food sensitivities go away. So that's good news to know. Maybe something comes out of your diet like cheese. I love cheese. I want to eat cheese. I It's my favorite. And I always thought it was a healthy snack. But my body right now just says, not right now. So I know it's not forever. It's just not right now while I'm working to heal the inflammation in my gut for that particular thing. And then maybe at a later time, I won't have the same reaction in my body. So that would be a great thing to do is just, I kept a little spiral notebook, just a tiny one, like a little memo pad size. And I would just jot down everything that went into my mouth. And then I would also track how I was feeling with it. The other thing that you can do is eat a lot of fermented foods. So add more fermented foods that are rich in probiotics to our body. So Things like sauerkraut, Greek yogurt, regular yogurt is really high in sugar. So if you're going to do yogurt, I would encourage you to look at Greek yogurt and kombucha. Kombucha is an excellent source of fermented foods, or you can simply take a good high quality probiotic. Personally, myself, I use Life9 is the probiotic that I take. Now, oral health. So we're going to work to get the gut in order, but what do we need to do to actually have some good oral health happening? So number one, we want to make sure that we're getting good regular dental visits, right? Brush and floss our teeth daily. I know at my dentist's office, there's a sign that says only brush and floss the teeth that you want to keep. <laughs> so I would recommend, you know, at least twice a day, preferably after every time you eat, but at least in the morning and at night. Don't use tobacco products. If you are, you know, get yourself into some sort of a system way that you can cut that out. It's overall just horrible for our, our health, but our mouth health is Especially, and limit alcoholic drinks. Alcohol really is it causes a lot of inflammation in our body. So when we can reduce that, we're going to find ourselves in a much better situation. And other things that we can do is incorporate. And then let me go back to oral health too. One of the things that I suffered from for years, and maybe this is you, I got cold sores all the time. I got them outside my mouth. I got them inside my mouth. And my mom got them. My brother got them. I had cousins that got them. So in my family, it was just, this is our lot in life, that it's a genetic thing. And it's just something that we all get. And so that's just the way that it's going to be. But lo and behold, when I switched out the toothpaste that I was using, I do not get canker sores like I did. I will still get them. The sun is a really big trigger for canker, uh, the cold sores, canker sores, whatever you want to call them. For me, especially on my lower lip, I and because I've had so many there, I think I have just a raw skin or are more prone, you know, to get them. So I really have to protect my lips when I'm out in the sun. And if I don't, I can almost guarantee I will have one. But I don't get the chemical cold sores anymore since switching out to a natural toothpaste. So that's been huge. And then mouthwash 
can take away, it's just like an antibiotic. So mouthwash is killing all bacteria, both good and bad. So I would really look at how much of that you use. Listen, bad breath is an indicator of poor gut health. And so when we can get the gut health in check and oral health is good, we won't have the bad breath. So bad breath is just a symptom of poor overall health, just like body odor is not natural. Body odor is a symptom of things being out of whack in our body. If we get back into balance, we won't have body odor. So that's just my tidbit on toothpaste and mouthwash. Now, another thing that you can do that will help have better oral health is in your food. There are some good foods to eat to help promote better oral health. And those are leafy greens like spinach, kale, you know, spring green mixes, arugula, you know, just your, you know, leafy greens. Eating those carrots are real good for oral health. Apples and celery are also both excellent sources of good whole foods to help with our oral health. Now, When you are, I want to keep on the oral health aspect. I just switched over to a holistic dentist just this past year, and I have been ecstatic and so pleased with the things that they do for me and how they treat me. And I would encourage you, if you have a holistic dentist in your area, please check them out. But if you don't, Here's a couple, and Dr. Dannenberg talked about some of the things to be looking for in your dentist, but here's my top things to ask about is number one, do they do mercury fillings? If they do mercury fillings, turn away and run. You don't want those in your mouth. That is a heavy metal and it is so very toxic to our body. You don't want that in your mouth and you do not want to be in a facility that is applying and using it in their facility. So go away and find somebody else. And then secondly, Ask them if nutrition is part of their dental treatment plan. If they don't have nutrition as part of the dental treatment plan, they're not looking out for your overall health. And then I would go and find somebody who does incorporate nutrition into their oral health plan with you. So those are my tips on really promoting optimal oral health because it is the gateway to other things happening in our body. Like I said, they're already showing a correlation between heart disease and cancer and poor oral health. So let's make sure that we're doing everything we can with our bodies to optimize and have renewed health because that's what we're all about, living this toxin-free lifestyle. Make sure that you check out my website at www.amycarlson.com and pick up your free toxic risk assessment. Find out exactly where you're at. And once you complete that assessment, let's jump on a quick 15, 20-minute call. It's completely free to you. I'll help you navigate your results. You guys have a blessed afternoon. That's all for this episode of The Toxin Terminator, and we hope we've helped you remove the hidden toxins in your life for renewed health. If you're looking to continue your journey towards full rejuvenation, reach out to Amy directly by visiting amycarlson.com for your own one-on-one chat session, as well as your free toxic risk assessment. That's A-I-M-E-E carlson.com. And remember, you are just one small change away from renewed health.